Welcome to Darling, You're Different. I am your host, it is Charlotte, and I am here. I will be chatting all things mindset, self-development, and success. It's also my passion to explore and normalize the taboo and quirky experiences of life whilst celebrating them for what they really are. So let's dive in. I'm yelling timber. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to me body. Uh, so we did it, guys. 42.2 freaking kilometers in the bag. I've done it. I can officially say I am a marathon finisher. And so that's what this episode's going to be about. It's going to be a bit of a Q&A kind of situation. I got a few questions from my poll I popped up on Instagram, um, which I will go through and answer. And I thought it would be super freaking cool to run through with you guys right now how I actually went in the marathon, what came up for me, what kind of thoughts were going through my mind, how I'm feeling now. Um, and the song I was just singing is an accurate representation. Like, brief, brief, brief overview. I was feeling so good yesterday, but it is definitely hitting me today and damn, (laughs) I am sore, (laughs) but it's okay because, you know, sore means good things. It means I've grown and I'm getting muscly and I'm fit and all the things, but I have done an immense amount of exercise. So I would be surprised if I wasn't, to be honest, um, saying this, Let's just jump straight in for documentation purposes. It is currently Monday, the 3rd of July when I'm recording this. Um, I ran my first ever marathon on the 2nd of July in the Gold Coast and it could have not been a more perfect day. Absolutely ever. Um, I just don't even know where to start, guys. Like, I I think I'm just going to go through my experience and then answer the questions. I think that's probably the best way to do this. So basically, I woke up on the day at like 4.30. Yeah, I want to say 4.30. Um, had the best sleep of my life. Slept, slept like a log, actually, and then woke up before my alarm. So always a win. And... Like being completely honest, like as I kind of mentioned in my little pre-marathon episode, like I was actually feeling really neutral towards the entire marathon the whole week leading up. Like I had moments of kind of like, oh, should I be nervous? Am I excited? Like if anything, I was more excited than any other emotion. And then obviously if you've listened to the last episode on the Saturday before, I was actually quite emotional and I think it's because I hadn't actually really let myself sit in the part of me that was like, not necessarily afraid, but there was a very, very 1%.1% slither that potentially did have that moment of, holy shit, are we actually about to do this? And I fully let myself feel that emotion. I let myself sit with her and like know that she is safe and let her know that she is completely valid for having those tears. And like, I called my family on Sunday and I, I was speaking to them and I was like, I'm going to be completely honest. Like I had a moment where like, I I wished you were all at that finish line, but obviously it's not that simple, especially when you live interstate and calling them just hit the nail on the head. It was all I kind of needed. And just knowing they were fully supporting me along the entire process, just, oh, it's different. And it's, I'm so appreciative and so grateful to have them in my life. Um, Yes. I woke up nice and early. I honestly didn't want to change too much. In my mind, I was kind of like, this is another run. 
yes, it's a very special run, but I don't want to treat it and act like it's a completely different run because mentally it's like, well, I know I've done everything I possibly can to prepare mentally and physically. So if I keep kind of getting myself overexcited and put this expectation on something, I feel like that's where I'm going to swing the pendulum too far the other way. And so honestly, like I'm really proud of the way I kind of held myself. Like I felt very grounded in myself and very ready for it. So like everything kind of around it, like I didn't really feel nervous possibly until I was like walking towards the start line. That's when it kind of first hit me, I want to say. But yeah, so woke up, um, did my usual stuff. I had a quick shower because I know I was about to get stinky, but something about just getting yourself ready. Um, I actually prep wise popped some physio cream on a game changer, by the way. Uh, please sponsor me, <laughs> but that was really good. I popped all my chafe balms on. I put everything you could imagine on. Um, and then I wore my fabulous little unitard from Elite 11. And that was so amazing. So, so amazing. It's just going to be my go-to running situation. Um, and then I had my usual breakfast, like nothing special guys. I didn't do anything extra special this particular day. I slicked my hair in a bun. I had my usual pre-workout snack of some English muffins with jam on them and my pre-workout. The only thing I added was eating an extra banana because I was like, it's not going to hurt. Um, so I did all the usual, I foam rolled, I got the ball in my arch, my foot, I did my stretches, I psyched myself up, I got all my gear in my vest, I made sure to have electrolytes, magnesium, all the things, like, I just wanted to give myself the best chance fully knowing, obviously, I'm going to sweat out a lot of things. So just replenishing everything I could. Um, and then we were off. Like it all went very quick. Like time happened very quick. So we got down there, I want to say like quarter to six and the kickoff was at 6.15. So we walked down, caught up with a few of the friends and then we just really just went to the start line. Like it was kind of... I don't want to say anticlimactic, but like it was just kind of like you, you get there and you just line up. Um, and then bef like before I know it, we were just running and like it was just. I just can't put into words the feeling of that atmosphere. Like there are so many. I actually should look up the numbers of how many people were running that day, but there was there's just so many people and everyone's just like happy and everyone's like psyching you up and it was just it's just insane and I just fully went in I was like okay it's me versus me I don't need to verse anyone here today I just know I've got to do this freaking run for me and I just felt so ready for it and so just like the moment we took off it just everything felt perfect everything felt so perfect and right exactly as it was meant to um, I made sure to stay at my pace that I've been training at for weeks. Like I am a slow and steady girl and I'm so happy about that. Like, I'm just so happy that I've been training at that pace because I just, I honestly am so proud of how I did it. I think my total pace for the whole marathon was 7.14 and I'm stoked with that. I'm so happy with that. I ended up completing the entire marathon in five hours and six minutes. Like what? I'm so proud. Like, hey, I said I wanted to have it done in four and a half, but I also wasn't stressed if I didn't. And it's so true. I wasn't at all because I'm so proud of myself. And like, I'm going to be completely honest. Like 
I don't want to say it felt easy, but it, it just felt like another run. Like every kilometer I knew I hit so well, the indoor, I couldn't stop smiling guys. Like I think I was smiling for the first 25 kilometers. Like I just couldn't wipe it off my face. The endorphins going through my system. I was like really conscious of like when to take the gels. Like I took a total of eight gels and some cliff block things all sat in my stomach so nicely. I ended up having one gel left over, um, made sure to take the caffeinated gels towards the end when I thought I'd need the extra kick. Um, not that you asked, but had one toilet stop just to do a wee at 20 Ks, but that's because I can't need to wee from the start line. And I was like, well, I'll push it out as far as I can. Um, and just like I utilized every water station, made sure to have every water station, except for maybe the first couple, um, but I also had hydration in my little vest with me. So that was really good to have. Um, I just don't even know what to say. Like I, I want to tell you that I hit a wall and I, I want to say that I had all these profound like revelations, but I didn't. Like I am so proud of the way I held myself throughout the entire run. I'm so proud of the way my body just adapted and persisted and my mindset just didn't even falter. Like I fully had me in that moment. And if anything, it just built my self-trust and my self-resilience so much further than I could have possibly even given it the credit for. Like there were moments where I just kept in my head, I had in my loop something one of my coaches Zen from Body says all the time. It's like, you just need to find a way. And I knew I had that in my head. And like I said that going into the marathon, I was like, if I hit that wall, that's just what I need to fall back on is like, just find a way to do it. And I think because I subconsciously just already knew that I was like, well, every step is just finding a way. And in my head, it was just one step in front of the other. And I know that I'm going to finish this race. And I just kept telling myself and kept doing it. And one thing that was, I don't know if it's quite profound, but one thing I did really realize is I want to say like 27 Ks in was when I kind of noticed like, it was really interesting observing between my head and my body because my body wasn't necessarily sore and it didn't really get sore. And I'm really like happy about that, but it was really cool just observing how it kind of just took over. Like there were chunks of the run where I was like, I was just kind of running and I, like, I wasn't really thinking about it. It's like when you're kind of <laughs> the best way to describe it is like when you're on a walk and you kind of zone out from life for a little bit and you're like, oh, like, this is really cool. I wonder, oh, hang on, my mic's like jiggling. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, yeah, like when you're like zoning out and all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, I'm still walking. Like, it's so weird to say, but that possibly happened a few times where I was like, oh, yeah, I've just, like, I'm just kind of running. Um, yeah, <laughs> so random. But then there'd be moments where I was like, yeah, cool, just one foot, one foot, one foot. But it was just, yeah, it just was. It was just everything I could have hoped it would be and so much more. And one thing that I actually spoke on my social media, I put, think I put it in my TikTok, was the fact that the only revelation I possibly had was sparked from a podcast I listened to. And that's actually one of the questions. So I'll go into that after. But um, the revelation I did have was like, it's so interesting that so many people and myself included are searching for this quote unquote purpose in life. And I used to be searching for my purpose. So I thought 
I want to say like 18 months ago. And I was so fixated on it. I was like, I'm meant to have a purpose. I'm meant to know what I'm doing. Like I'm meant to know something or have direction or have clarity and I just don't. And all I could think of while I was running is how happy I was in that moment. Like the endorphins did not stop for the entire five hours plus. Like they didn't stop until like they're still going, I think. But it's like I just couldn't wipe the smile off my face. I couldn't be have been more grateful in my life than I was throughout that entire run. And it just got me thinking, I was like, maybe we're not actually meant to have a purpose. Maybe it is so simple as we are just meant to be happy. We are just meant to show up for our best selves every single day. We are just meant to be accepting of who we are, of what we are, of who we want to be and strive for that and that be enough. And how can we show up for ourselves every single freaking moment of our lives and that be okay? How can we normalize prioritizing yourself and your needs and your wants and your wishes and let that be okay? Because I sure as heck wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't start doing that. And I actually had a conversation with someone about this the other day. No, it was my grandma. (laughs) And she was like, I've always seen you as a happy, confident person. But this is actually really beautiful of her to say. She's like, I've always loved you for exactly as you are. But it's been really beautiful to watch you love yourself. And just hearing her say that, like, it's so crazy because it's something I've felt in myself. Like, and I know I'm sure I've said it on here, but it's like, I have never felt so much love and gratitude for just being myself. And the fact that like I can just be happy and build a career from being me, like like what kind of dream is this? Like my life is literally incredible because I've made it incredible. My life's incredible because I just get to be freaking weird and quirky and say random shit whenever I want. But also I'm just me and I'm more accepted and loved than I ever have been for just being me. So it's like that just kept coming up while I was running and that probably came up like the 30, 30K mark, I want to say. And it's just... It just really got me thinking. And if there's anything you can take away from this, it's like, who are you? Who do you want to be? What life do you actually want to live? Because this marathon taught me so many things about myself, but it also taught me so many things about who I actually want to keep showing up as and who I want to strive to be more. So, yeah. So I'm really proud of how I held myself. I'm really proud of everything. And like the one bit where I probably was like, oh, this is long was when I think I was at 37, 37 Ks. And I was like, oh, this five Ks because I was very conflicted. I was like, oh, it's only five Ks. Like I can do that. If I've run 37, I can run another five. And like, I just kept flipping in between that. And like, it was crazy how it it did feel like the longest five Ks out of the whole run. But I think that's because I was watching it. But then the second you just know you're near the end, like the next thing you know, I'm at 39, I'm at 40. I'm at 41, I'm at 42 and then there's 250 metres left 
I just remember my little legs were like, oh, I've got to kick it up a gear here and fang it. <laughs> like, and it was so like, it was kind of fun <laughs> in a weird way because like everyone, well, a lot of people were cooked by the end of it, fair enough. And I just had these extra sparks. I was just overtaking all of these people in my like ego was just absolutely loving life. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, no, I'm coming through. And oh my gosh, like crossing that line, like it's so funny because I did preempt having such a wave of emotions, but like in that moment of crossing line, I felt pain (laughs) because I just sprinted after running for five hours straight. But like the second I crossed the line, it was just like everything I knew I was going to do just happened. And everything I knew I was capable, I just achieved. And it was just like, holy shit, (laughs) I can do hard things. I can be someone that runs a marathon, saying that had never run more than three kilometres just 12 months prior. Like you can change who you are. You can change who you tell yourself you are. So going off that, I find I think it's really fitting to jump into the Q&A because they kind of tie in a lot to the marathon and other things. So let's um, kick it off. I'll read because one question wasn't really related. Uh, what did I listen to while I ran? Oh, great question. Um, so I have had a running playlist from the moment that I said I was going to run this marathon. I've started creating it. It's called Zoomies. It's on uh, Spotify. I can probably link it in the show notes if you want. It's just my version of some pump up, good vibes, good lyric tunes. Um, And like I've kind of been rewiring my mind to hear that and associate it with running. So that's been really cool. So I started probably listening to like – like five, no, like eight songs because I all I kind of knew I was like the start of the race is always like very hyped, very adrenaline, very loud. So I was like, I'm not going to play anything just yet. I want to get into a good rhythm of like listening to tunes and get into just a nice rhythm in my body before I get into a podcast. Um, so yeah, I just did that. And then I listened to three podcasts total and I will also pop those in the show notes because I can't remember exactly what they're called, but I remember like the rough bases of them. So the first one was actually a diary of a CEO one that went for like two hours. It was absolutely fabulous. Um, and it was basically on the compatibility of males and females. So it was just interesting. And what I really loved about the podcast that I listened to on my run was like, Two of them were so random Um, and then the last one was very intentional because I had listened to it before and I knew it had some really cool pointers in it. Um, But the thing about listening to podcasts on my run is like I actually realized I only tune in every now and then, but I kind of like that because it's just like having that extra voice in your head to know that something's there just to listen to. Like it's just a nice distraction I personally find Um, after that. One, I listened to a few more songs, again, just to kind of shake it out, listen to a bit more. By this point, I was possibly near halfway, so I was feeling really good. Um, And then I listened to a Mel Robbins podcast, thanks to my friend Candy who got me on her, (laughs) she knows. And then that was a really good one because that was also on the – it was an episode on happiness and the redef – definition 
anyway, it was like a, a clarification of happiness and what it should be for our time from this chappy can't remember his name um really good episode because basically what I got from it is like we need to redefine happiness as not necessarily being what makes you happy but it's actually accepting that sometimes happiness can be found in tough circumstances and I was like this is just so fitting for life right now because yes I'm not physically in pain or struggling but I am doing something really hard I am doing something that less than 1% of the world of people do in their lifetime right now. And like, I accept that this is a quote unquote hard thing. Yes. I didn't find it quote unquote hard. I don't want to say it was difficult. So like having that in my ear and it's just like, it's so true. And it's like, I'd never felt happier in that moment than I had running. So it was like, it was just really fitting. Um, And then again, just some more tunes. And then the final podcast I listened to was a Cooper Chapman, the good human podcast with Meg Sutherland. And I love that episode because they actually talk about David Goggins. They talk about running ultra marathons. They talk about the young chappy that ran across Australia. And it, it was just exactly what I needed in that moment. It's just like, Every piece of evidence that I could do this was in that podcast and it just like reinforced that and that's what I knew that I needed at that time because it was like I have known this whole training and this is how I've mentally prepared myself too, right? It's it's finding that evidence and I will talk about this till I'm blue in the face. Um, but it's like my evidence is people have done this. So I can too. People run ultras every single day. So I can run a normal, I can run, I don't want to say normal marathon. I can run a marathon. doesn't make my experience any less amazing. It just helps prove to me that it's possible. And that's sometimes all you need to do. So just having that in my ear was really cool. Um, also such a random note, but my headphones, like, I think I was five, I think it was the 37K mark and my headphones were like, low battery. And I was like, Oh no, but if anything, couldn't have been more perfect timing. And they actually didn't die. I'm so impressed. So, so impressed. I have the Jabra elite headphones. I've had them for like a couple of years and they are, I swear by them. I love them. So I'm thoroughly impressed with that. Um, so yeah, I really listened to a total of three podcasts and music and it just, I really like it. I've been doing that for my long runs for a while now and I just find it a good balance of like hype up and then like kind of settle down and it's really good because the endorphins are still going but the tunes kind of kick you into gear. So that's what I was listening to. Um, Next question, what was my routine for prep for the marathon and post feels and my post routine? Oh, such a loaded question. I'm here for it. So routine for preparation for the marathon. I'm going to be completely honest. I did it so intuitively. I fully had the intention of having a program, sticking to a nutrition plan, but I I didn't. I didn't. I kind of trialed and errored it a lot. When I started doing marathon prep, I obviously ensured that I was really conscious about the carbs and the protein I was eating. I was prioritizing like protein and fats. And like always making sure I had a quite a balanced food, but I kind of do that anyway. So it wasn't anything too different. Um, I really kind of took a bit of time to research like recovery and fuel and specific like electrolytes to make sure I have in my body, obviously. But then with my nursing background, I kind of knew all that already. So I know about salt, magnesium, potassium, like the important things. Um, so again, naturally I was just consuming those products. Um, water was always a priority for me. Like, Again, it always kind of has been making sure I have at least 
if anything, three litres of water a day. Some days it would dip, but if if not, I would at least minimum have two. Um, prep, and this is, I should premise, this is more preparation for my body. Um, yeah, so really food, hydration, running. Again, I intended to run three, four times a week when, and I kind of was when I started, but being completely honest, it tapered off. There was about a halfway point with my training where my foot actually got really sore and I don't actually know what it was to this day. It was just like the outside of the bottom of my foot, super weird. So I actually couldn't really walk on that for a few days. Um, iced it, rest it, had a couple of massages. I actually think I put it down to being my calf and somehow being a referred pain, but I don't know to this day. Um, and it just never came back. So I'm not disappointed. Um, but other than that, that was only my setback with fitness. Um, and then I honestly probably towards the, like from that point, I only ran like two, maybe three times a week. I really tried to prioritize long runs throughout it. Um, I had the opportunity to run the GC 30, which was a 30 kilometer run. I want to say a month before the marathon. And I took that opportunity to do that because I knew that would be really cool to put myself in that situation. I'm really glad I did that. Um, one thing that was really crazy actually, and I was reflecting after the marathon is the 30 kilometer run was so much harder than the marathon. And I was like, isn't that interesting? Um, so that was really cool to do. And I'm really proud I did that. But again, that was evidence building for me. So I run 30 K. So I knew I could run 30 K again. Um, and then, yeah, so physically I didn't quote unquote train how someone doing a marathon would should have could have trained I did it so intuitively I really again my my only priority was to get myself to a point where I was ready and if anything it was more mental and as you guys know I'm a mindset coach so I have been working on stuff for months and little did I know that all of it actually compounded and helped me so much more than I realized like I started putting myself in environments that would obviously push me challenge me um again, building that evidence that I can do hard things. I would like rewire limiting beliefs if I had them, but I'm pretty solid in myself at the moment. So that was really cool. Um, just like noticing my thoughts that came up on runs and really observing them and like not acknowledging them as good or bad and addressing them if I needed to. Oh, another thing I did for my body. I actually started training at a new gym that was another thing I forgot to do. At the start of my training, I really focused on full body training and more hit. And then I actually joined a gym body in Burley. Um, and I know I've spoken about this on my socials, but I freaking swear by this gym so much. I love it so much. It's very functional fitness, very body weight basis, but very strength at the same time. Um, so I've been working out there for about a month now and holy shit, my body is transformed and I just know that that type of training has helped my marathon so much also because my body was ready. My limbs are strong. Like not only does it build up my cardio fitness, but it also built up my muscle strength too. So that was a really good balance. Um, and yeah, it was just mindset. It was just so mindset. And like, again, I knew I had me, I knew I could like rewire thoughts and I knew I had the ability to push through it. And like, I think just having that confidence and self-trust is what got me through. And that was such a good foundation to have. So that was kind of my pre-prep post feels like 
Oh, yesterday was the biggest high of my life. I still kind of am on this high. I'm really proud. I don't think it's fully sunk in yet that I have run a marathon, um, but it's really cool. <laughs> Keep saying. Um, so post feels I'm feeling euphoric is probably the best way to describe it. Um, my body has started to get sore, as I mentioned at the start. Like I when I got home yesterday, like I was feeling good. Like I was a bit stiff, but I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself the best shot. Like when I came home yesterday, I was like, okay, salt shots of water. I took so many electrolytes, magnesium. I ate the biggest bowl of pasta. It was actually interesting. I didn't really have an appetite. So the moment I had an appetite, I was like, okay, I need to eat, but I knew I needed to eat anyway. Um, so I did what I, I ate the biggest bowl of pasta and that was delicious. And then I kind of just crashed at like 6 p.m. And I was like, I just need to sleep now and just let my body do the rest of its thing. But then I think that was a bad decision because I kept waking up really thirsty and then I kept waking up really hungry. And then I kept waking up because I needed to pee because all of a sudden my kidneys were switched back on. And it was just this whole spiral. So I didn't really sleep that well last night. It was probably in like two hour intervals. Although saying that I know I'm going to sleep so well tonight. Um, and I'm like... I'm still not disappointed. I'm really grateful. Um, oh my God. The worst thing of the whole marathon <laughs> TMI was the chafing. Oh my God, guys. Like my chafing has been under control the last couple of big runs I done, I've done because I like, I chose to wear granny undies, like <laughs> so random. And obviously I put the chafe balm on, but oh my God, this was next level. Um, it was on my butt my butt chafed and my lower back from where my undies were sitting. How annoying is that? And that was possibly the worst thing ever. I don't know. I'm sure everyone listening to this has had chafing at one point in their life. If not, wow, um, you need to experience it. It's horrible. <laughs> but like, oh my God, getting in the shower, it was so painful. And I was like, this is worse than the actual marathon. <laughs> Um, so that was the only negative feeling. I was like, this is the most horrible thing ever, but I had again, some cream. <laughs> so I've been lathering that up and it's actually on the mend now. So that's good. Um, and post routine again, no routine. I've really just focused on eating today. Um, quite carby meals to try to restore my body. And I'll probably just go back to more like protein fat based meals for the rest of the week. Um, obviously with carbs. Like I'm not just going to go cold turkey. I still love carbs um, and just kind of go back to a normal food because I actually want to go into a bit more of a shred at the moment. And yeah, so I'm just going to like do a bit of tracking and all that stuff. But that is just me. So do not follow this as advice if you are. <laughs> I'm not qualified to do that. So it's just my experience. Um Routine wise, I actually went to gym this morning. <laughs> so I did the run yesterday and I went to gym this morning. Again, with the intention to just move my body. Um, I know, like, again, I was feeling actually okay. Like I was a bit sore this morning, a bit wobbly, but I was like, I know the best thing for me right now is to actually just move um, and get some mobility in. And today's class was probably the best class for it. So I fully knew that. Um, so I went, I did two exercises out of the three because it was more of a strength class um but I couldn't actually do the third one ironically which was upper body it was rows because my lower back was actually in excruciating pain so I obviously didn't push it and I just stopped and did some stretching and mobility and things like that and that was fine um and I also had a treatment session again with zen doing the myofascial release and good god he got in there 
Um, I know it's so beneficial, but ow, <laughs> it's so good at the same time. And then he gave me some extra exercises that I will be doing to help with obviously pain and mobility leading forward because I really just want to send my training and really like I realized the other day, like I identify as a hybrid athlete and like I want to stay in that because I love being able to run and I love being strong and I feel like it's just the best combination of healthy for me. So I'm definitely going to keep it up. Um, when will I go for my first run? It will be this week. It'll probably be like a slow 3K or something, but I am excited to actually get back out there. It was just so kind of crazy to think. Um, but I also know that I do need to let my body rest for a few days because I can be really stubborn and I know my ego can kind of take over here and kind of tell me I should be exercising or not. But I also just need to be super grateful and allow my body to have this grace period to just recover Um, So I know that needs to be a priority the next few days and I'll just slowly go back to training and get back into my normal routine because I don't just want to stop. And I'm not the person that will just stop. So that's really cool. Um, I will keep tottering because, oh my gosh, I've been talking for 30 minutes. Next question is now that I've accomplished this marathon, what is next? Am I going to sit and celebrate the achievement? Oh, am I going to sit and celebrate the achievement? So now I've accomplished this, what's next? It's actually crazy. Like I had a few people on the day of the marathon be like, cool, you're going to do that again. And like, I honestly don't want to say no. Like, I think it would be really cool. And I kind of see why people travel the world to run marathons now. Like it would be such a surreal experience. Plus getting that medal just, oh, it's something different. Um, So maybe, maybe I will be that gal that runs marathons around the world. I don't know. Um, I don't really have any plans to be honest. Someone, I had a friend that's trying to get me to do a triathlon with him. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe don't know if I want to. Um, I just, I don't really have any major goals. My biggest goal right now is to just feel my best. And that's always been my goal. And like, I just want to continue. I, I will keep running. Like I said, I'll keep training. I'll just keep doing what I can. And as things arise, I might do them. Maybe I'll do the Melbourne marathon at the end of the year. Who knows? Um, I'll just honestly see where life takes me. I'm a very go with the flow kind of gal. And am I going to sit and celebrate the achievement? Yes, I definitely need to. Um, my beautiful housemates got us a cake last night and we had some of that and that was delicious. But I definitely need to consolidate and really sit with myself. I think I'm going to like take myself on a little date this week to celebrate personally um, and just allow myself to sit in that gratitude and pride. Um, but other than that, I don't know. I love celebrating, but I always seem to like not probably go as big as I need to. But also that's okay because I am just really grateful and proud of myself. So that's a celebration in itself. Um, And final question is unrelated to the marathon. So that's why I thought it'd be fitting to put last. So feels now that you're a month or so out of leaving your job. So guys, holy shit. I, yeah, I've been self-employed now for a month over just over a month crazy so crazy no yeah just over a month um I am the happiest I've ever been I'm the most calm I'm the most grounded I'm the most everything I've ever been in my life I like cannot preach the choir enough that you don't need to settle for a job that you're not happy in or fulfilled in or passionate about like I just I will always be grateful for nursing. I will always be proud that I was a nurse. I will always be happy that I did the study and invested my time, but I'm also very proud to be where I am today. 
And without that experience, I obviously wouldn't be who I am today and I wouldn't be able to teach the things I do and obviously look after myself the way I do without that knowledge. So I am very grateful for it. But I also have no intention to look back. And I've had a few people ask me that since I left is like, would you go back? Do you miss it? And like, no. Me personally, I don't see a reason as to why I would go back to something that I've moved from. Maybe I will be passionate about it again. Maybe. I'm not going to say no, but like, honestly, no. (laughs) Contraindicating. Um, But I don't miss it. I don't miss the work. I love working with my clients. I love girls coming to me and saying that, I've been watching you talk about this. I had a girl chat to me the other day saying that she's hit a point with her self-confidence where she's like, I just want to be like you and I, I just need a shred of that. And I was like, you need to be like you and I can help you have a shred of that. And like, it's really cool that I can just help people feel like themselves. I can help people accept themselves and love themselves. But also it amazes me how many people are walking around so like uncomfortable in their own skin And if there's anything I can assist or do, it's just you can feel your most self. Like I spoke about this in an Instagram post today, actually, but it's like I used to tell myself that I was too fat to be a runner. I shit you not. I had some people in my life tell me that, so I believed it. But also it's something I told myself too. So I can't blame them. If anything, they just shone a light on a shadow that I had for myself. So... It's actually crazy that I still have curves. I still have cellulite. I still have numbers on a scale. But do I actually give a shit? No. Because I accept and love myself exactly as I am. And I know my body is so strong and healthy. So, yes, I accept myself. And like you can too. You really can too. And it gets to be that way. I don't really know what else to talk about, guys. I could talk all day, but this episode has gone for a wee minute. So I I might wrap it up here. Um, If you have any questions, message me. I love chatting about the marathon. I love chatting about mindset. I love chatting about body. I I just love talking. (laughs) I'm just going to put it out there. I just love talking. So if there's anything that came from this podcast that landed for you, let me know. I love just having a chat. Um, If there's anything else you want me to talk about, again jump on over, give me a message. But if there's anything else you'll just want to celebrate about yourself right now, let me know because celebrate that shit. And I think it's amazing, especially getting to share with someone that can be happy with you because I'm always happy for people. Um, So that is all. Thank you so much for following my marathon experience and my journey and my tears and my laughter and my jokes and all of the things in between. I am so grateful, so, so grateful for everyone that listens to this potty. Like you guys are what makes this happen really. Um, So I love you all so, so much. And I will be back in your ears very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Darling, You're Different. If you guys enjoyed this podcast and want to give me a review and a rating, that would be so appreciated. Also, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Charlotte underscore McKinnon because I welcome feedback and absolutely love it. And I would also love to know if there's any guests you guys want me to have on or any topics you want me to talk about. Just shoot me through a message. I love that kind of thing. 
I want you to go out today and just do something else to make someone smile. Remember that darling, you're different and that's such a good thing.